0: This episode of the Screaming Eagles podcast is proudly brought to you by the Surf Rock Hotel at Collaroy. Come on down and check out our classic mini surf museum while sipping on a vodka fire engine. And if you're still there at two o'clock in the morning, we'll throw you down the stairs and kick your fucking head in.
1: (laughs) Oh, Cyrus isn't here.
2: (laughs) Come (laughs) on, you got to do (laughs) it.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Screaming Eagles podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Manly Seagulls. I'm your host Ben and joining me as always is the man who refuses to continue working with Cyrus, Killer. E, hey. <laughs> And we welcome off the bench Cyrus's replacement, the man who gets Killer's tick of approval, the super sub, the fourth man in the tackle, the man who can never have too many football cliches, remarks said about him.
3: Vaughn, <laughs> Cheers, Ben. Thanks, Killer, for having yeah. me. Big shoes to fill in Cyrus' absence. No,
1: they're actually quite dainty. <laughs>
3: small. <laughs> shoes. He sounds dainty. He sounds so dainty. What,
1: so what's going on, Killer? You, you're doing a bit of a DCE. You're sort of getting rid of people and just bringing in your friends now. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll play with... I didn't want to play with him, and I want you to sign <laughs> this guy, and I don't want him around.
0: Exactly. I was trying to get um, Nate Miles in, but... Yeah. He's... Uh... I was a uh, sort, of, uh, sort of picture um, DCE recently with all his mates coming
1: in. as, you know that Mr. Matey ad? I, I want, want my, my bath <laughs> and I want my. That's <laughs> a, I can't imagine that's what DCE is in during contract negotiations. Now I want my friends. I want my. I want my coach and I want my Mr. Matey. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> and my clothes off. It. And the water. <laughs> and the water. <laughs> um,
4: love that, that was a classic
1: ad. Yeah, I love that ad. Mm. Um all right, Keller, how's your week?
0: Yeah, not bad. What happened? Um, just work and shit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well it's been
1: two weeks. Oh yeah. Yeah. We had uh, we had another bye week which we decided not to record on. Yeah. Because we used up all our bye jokes <laughs> on the previous <laughs> bye week. <laughs> There's only so much yeah, yeah. sexual innuendo you
0: can sort of oh, come right. up with. I thought that was um, pretty shocking. Um, yeah, I can't remember what we've been doing last. Well, we had of weeks, we but... had orange we had origin. Oh yeah, yeah. During yeah. the week,
1: mm. yeah. Um, which was a bit of a snore fest.
0: I thought. Oh, yeah. Where do we start about how shit it was? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, it wasn't shit. It was just boring. Yeah, yeah, no. Like sorry. I literally just. I was on the phone, just checking oh, yeah. messages in the second half, and, and we were winning at the point. It's not like I was like, "Oh, we're losing and, and having a suck." Yeah. It was just like, "Wow!" So there could uh, there was almost a blow up there. Uh, no, just sort of. Yeah. That's what to I was nothing. gonna say. I was gonna say,
0: "What is the state of origin at the moment?" Mm. I like that well wordplay. Started. What is very the state very, very, of origin? Really, yeah. yeah. thank you. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like even like the, the, you know, the fucking entertainment at the start and like. Oh, Rab- <laughs> Rab- Shannon Knoll Rab- it's good is- to see he's alive I thought he oh, died so that was we got off on a positive point <laughs> that'd be a better result <laughs> but like just um, like even like Rabs Rab- is like out. oh yeah <sighs> Fucking wow. hell yeah I know Rabs is like you know little spiels about every player and stuff like oh with a- Morris has got two Labradors. <laughs> Labradors and. What? <laughs> yeah, and uh, Greg Inglis has had kids. And uh, Billy <laughs> yeah. Slater, he's Oh, Queensland kids. had kids. Yeah,
1: they've all had kids. Yeah. Mm. But it's like, it was just like they're,
0: it's like they're just scratching the bottom of the barrel. They had nothing no. else to talk about. And yeah. Like they used to, it used to be kind of funny, like back in the day, they'd you know, do little things and get it all, Everyone psyched, but mm. it's just like. Had nothing to say. Well, they used to get. I think they used to get people psyched by showing footage and
1: showing actually, you know, past games. But they just tried to manufacture it with interviews. Mm. And when you're asking players, when you're asking players to sort of sell something, like act enough that people get goosebumps, they're not going to do it. Like Gordon Tallis. I think think there was one bit where he goes, "I'm Gordon Tallis." man, I'm a state of origin player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, my God. Just show him yeah. running hard against the line yeah. and knocking people mm. out. That's enough to get people excited about yeah, it. Yeah, I,
3: so, I think one of the big things I'm missing is, like, I'd watch the game looking forward to seeing guys I hate get fucking clicked in the head mm. hard, mm. you know, like, you'd see Billy Slater run out and you'd go, oh, someone, please punch that fucking guy in the face. Whoa, whoa,
1: easy, easy. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Billy Slater, ben, ben he's so kind of awesome. awesome.
0: Oh, <laughs> <mate>. <laughs> I, I really the reckon. The best thing that ever happened to um, Billy Slater was when, he, was when he got that, like, blood trauma, what was that, was that injury he got when he, that game of Manly? <sighs> and I was like, what's that when, um, when you get hit by a car and your, your head's just, like, Oh, no. blunt force trauma! Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, really? Yeah, it was. It was one of those really classic manly Melbourne games, and the battle wasn't wasn't no, the battle no, before Brookings. that one. Okay, it was like a year or two before that. It was just a fucking f- f- really good game. Like mm. everyone was saying, it was like one of the greatest games ever. But, but he got hammered, in it, so hammered that his head was just like pulsing, and like blood was just trickling out. Yeah, like just trickling out. Like it was yeah. just like it'd been <clears throat> dropped off a building or something. I got a feeling George Rose like that was the know. first game
3: after. The grand final that they cheated and won against. him. yeah, yeah. Where he, he 2008 shot type of thing? Brett Steele in the first five minutes of yeah. that grand final, yeah, and took him out of the game and yeah. like yeah. it was almost just like karma just coming to get together. Yeah, yeah. and,
0: and everyone felt so good about it. Oh, cool. And yeah. I think Justin George Rose broke his ankle that
2: oh, game. Oh, that well. game was With incredible. The, yeah, yeah, it had it had
0: the um, where the bone comes through the leg.
2: Yeah. yeah. I remember, it's a heavy
3: uh, game. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, like, you know, watching State of Origin and just knowing, and just watching Slater and uh, Cameron Smith get away with the same old shit oh, and no yeah. consequence, no, no one's no. going to hit him? No. no it's it, no good. No. It's no, man,
1: like, like Robbie Farrar gets slammed into the ground, mm. right? Queensland, this is the thing I didn't understand. Queensland was saying, oh, he should have been off with a concussion, right? they should have been off for the concussion test because, you know, and it's like, well, okay, if he should have been off, that means he went head first into the dirt. Mm. So that means it was a spear tackle. So So your guy should have been fucked off as well and it should have been a penalty. Nothing was called. So, you know, back in the day, like, they would have been in... Greg Bird would have been in there quicker yeah. than a fucking, you know, a squirrel on a duck. He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like would have been... Have on Mate, he would have come in with his two fucking uh, bourbon and coke glasses and it just would have gone... Doof, <laughs> either side of him, you know? <laughs>
0: but like, if that was... Um, <clears throat> when uh, fucking Slater did that... Was it an elbow or something after the guy? <clears throat> school, <or> someone <clears> throat> throat> scored a try? You <clears throat> know, <throat> his back... And he got away with it. Oh, yeah. So, like, if that was Matai yeah. or something, it would have been fucking sent off yeah. or something. Like, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. He flopped bullshit. on him unnecessarily. Yeah. and it was, it was and late it was just, and everything hurt yeah. him as well. But yeah. He gets up and he's like, I'm Billy Slater. Yeah. I guess um,
3: maybe the problem with Origin is that like, you still hate the Queenslanders with as much sort of passion as you always have, but it's that's hard what gets to going. love New South Wales in the same way that you hate them. That's yeah. what we talked
0: about last week. It was, yeah. got, it
3: was more the, the, the fact that we hate Queensland so yeah. much mm-hmm. that gets us behind but New South Wales. when we had a team that we loved... A New South Wales team that we loved, mm. and you hate and you love in equal mm. measure. Mm. But when you just hate, mm. it is boring. Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. you're just watching guys you don't even like run around these guys. Shit <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> And, like, just before, I don't know if we're talking about State of Origin later, but, like, Fafita was just useless. And I don't know yeah. even what he does. Yeah. I yeah. talked about yeah. like Artie beats, and I was just going, this guy hasn't made a yard.
1: I thought, I thought he was, like, and he gave away a couple of silly penalties, mm. Um Aaron Woods, Tamu, I thought were good. They were good, um, but pff, mate, forget about Hop. The two wings were pointless, mm. and Jennings oh, proved yet again that he's just—he's just a club man, he, and and he's he a plays a club. Yeah, <laughs> he does nothing, mate. No, he yeah. does nothing. And and why he had why you've got Hoppawadi there? I think we talked about it. Mm. I think it was in case uh, the fullback went out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh Dugan, so you've got someone there to back up. But anyway. Uh, Boring state of origin. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. It, 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 normally state of origin I can talk about forever. But mm. the fact that I'm you know, we're only five minutes in and I'm like, eh, I don't want to talk about state of yeah. origin anymore. Um, yeah.
0: Highlights, very few. You know, lowlights, very few. But, but was the, whole, a, the whole the whole package, like everything about it was yeah. a little bit just, just yeah. watered down, just Well yeah. my I, I watched it with uh, <clears> I watched it with my wife and my mum had come
1: around for dinner. And they were both in hysterics during the pre game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were laughing what, what's at how, how, cheesy how cheesy it all was. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was just going, oh it my God, he's got two Labradors. Who cares?
0: <laughs> it just doesn't seem like.
3: <laughs> no, no, they lost the plot. Yeah, I'm definitely more concerned about Manly losing games than I am about New South Wales. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so
1: Vaughn, how's your week apart from State of Origin? You guys played at the um, Stain on the yeah, weekend. Yeah, we got, you? We got mm. pretty wasted last night. <laughs> Was that an, is that another place that you've had a? Uh, just in case anyone knows, Vaughn is in the band Goons of mm. Doom with uh, Killer. Yeah, the nineties, so that's, that's nineties
0: glam rock. <laughs> <I think. laughs> Triple J, Darwin.
3: Actually, the Stain. Uh, have, have you had a light like band, band from there as well? I think we did get no, a band No, they shut us down. The
0: first time we ever played, like a year ago, they just shut us down. Pulled the plugs. Pulled the plugs. In the middle of the um, set. Yeah. And then so. Um, For what excessive sweating on oh, stage? No, I know, the kids are, kids are having too much fun. <laughs> but uh, they were good. They were
3: good. Yeah. The dancers were good. They, uh, the crowd was sick. I don't know. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah cool. The week itself was uh, pretty eventful. Just. What did we do? Uh, Fuck! I can't remember anything either because last <laughs> night. But, yeah. but, but, all I, I don't is, know. Uh, all I can
0: remember is not being able to remember last night.
3: But. Oh well, I'll tell you one thing. I, um, my little boy Iggy plays for the Av Bulldogs. Oh, yeah? They chalked up another sort of 40-point victory on the weekend, so that was nice. that was good to see. Yeah, nice. But, what uh, position does he play? Uh, he doesn't really know what he's doing. He, he's he just... sort of plays chasing his shadow position yeah, out right. on the wing and <laughs> sucking his fingers. So and it's sort still of...
1: that sort of where they just sort of move around in a mob yeah. type of thing, wherever
3: the ball is. Yeah, oh, they've got, got some sort of... structure. They've got some yeah. guns on their team, but it's his first year because right. he's, he's just moved up here from Bondi. Oh, okay. Uh, but, yeah, like so. It's a double win for me because he's not going to go for the roosters, like fitness, <laughs> you know, through like just his mates liking the roosters yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. it's just you, you think you get nervous watching manly games, mate. You watch your kid run around and it's just oh, You worried he's going to get hurt that or that. No, no. You just it's that he's, he's not involved lose. enough. You just he won't turn, get hurt enough. You just just <laughs> not putting him in. You turn into soccer dad. You just on the side of going, get in
2: there, have a run. What are you doing, <laughs> you little pussy? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Fuck out. <hell." laughs> but um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's pretty. Like that's that's been actually one of the highlights of the year. Watching watching <clears> him just <throat> run out of the tunnel yeah. is, is actually really so. If
1: cool. you have you just moved
3: to the Northern Beaches from Bondi? No, I've uh, lived here for twenty years. Um, I moved down from. Uh, Mullamimbi, but I was born so you, and raised here uh, oh, okay. until about year three. I think me and Killer just missed each other when I left to move up Whereabouts to Whereabouts in Little Murchis did you? I grew, uh, my first place was in Collaroy and then um, moved to uh, Albert Street in Narrabeen. Oh, okay, yep. yeah, And I was mates with um, Justin Roberts, who was a, a, I think maybe a fan of the show, I
0: don't know. <laughs> but you <laughs> should be. He's, He's a coach the coach of the Narrobing
3: Sharks, so I'll
0: give. Him I was a just thinking, out. you should start up your own little um, like. Avalon Bulldogs Under Nines podcast. That's a sick <laughs> Tell you what, I've got a few things to say about it. Hindu is with the, the parents. and yeah, well, that can kids. be an Easter egg at the end of tonight's <laughs> episode, just you
3: 15 minutes
0: just yeah. blowing up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man, I could go on. Yeah, uh, there's a
3: couple of like big name sons getting around in uh, the Under Nines at the <clears throat> moment. They get special Fre- treatment. Freddie Fittler's grommet played against oh, Iggy right. the, other, oh, against yeah, yeah. the other day, and yeah. uh, he's a beast. Yeah. And,
1: um, well, I saw Steve Menzies. Uh, he's put up here on Instagram. He puts up his kids just started playing, so he's got the. He's just a headgear oh, with right. legs. He's so little, like it's really yeah, right.
3: um, It's the cutest thing in the world watching <laughs> you know kids code hanger each other at like nine years old. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> and you see some good hits, mate. And you, yeah, you right. can't believe the the antics that they've picked up. You know from watching guys like Jonathan Thurston just whinge endlessly at refs. Yeah, you right, know, yeah. when things are going wrong. Yeah. yeah. And they, they're out there, mate, and they will, f- they will bark at referees and talk to them like first grade rugby league players. Oh, really? It's unbelievable. So they surround them and intimidate. Oh, you, want to, you want to run out and just clip them over the ear. You know? <laughs> that, that's probably the highlight of my week, mate. Kendrick.
1: So, and then, so you've uh, obviously, you grew up in the Northern Beaches, so that's why you go for Manly. Mm. Um, just, uh, I guess, just what. Um, over the years, favourite player. Who would you say your favourite Manly player is? Jeez, oh, uh, I know it's a tough question. Oh, Are so... we going to talk about the, the our team?
3: Yeah, well, I've got a game. Let's not
1: talk oh, about. Okay. I got a game. Uh, yep.
3: Yeah. All right. Uh, favorite all time, probably Beaver. Just because um, when I first moved back down to Sydney from up the coast was just as he was coming in, and um, man, those they were just glory years. Because I didn't actually when I first moved back down, I was living. Um, sort of inland a bit, mm. so rugby league was just, you know, the paper on the train every morning. Yeah, right. Beaver was, like, just starting to, you know, come through and just be yeah. a legend that he was going on to be. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I went to sort of every home game in that in that little period of time. And, mm. man, like, the cliffy Beaver, you oh. know, It doesn't get much be- better than that, does it? It's nah. just, it's just yeah. I'm, I've got nah. goosebumps even thinking yeah. about it, how yeah. good it was. He yeah. just would just throw him into holes all over the park and it was just... Yeah, you feel it. It's when you see. Yeah. Well, it's no, when yeah. you see. Road, <laughs> oh, man. It's like when you
1: see just little glimpses of like Tom. Yeah. Like he's not Beaver, but Tommy Simons, sort of same yeah. size, doing a few little things mm. with DCE, mm. and it gives you a little. It, remember, it harkens it back a little bit it to does, it, and you man. just go,
0: "Ooh, if only Cliffy and Beaver were playing." Yeah, you know? remember like after like. um means he would get through the gap. Then all of a sudden you look at his, you see him running from behind, then his legs would start going. <laughs> yeah, his legs yeah. start, they start going out the sides. So he had his own like kind of run. It was... He just had that
3: crazy, jinking, sort of, like, <clears throat> lanky thing, but he just was so fast. Like yeah. He was crazy, right? yeah. Like,
0: you, know, you wouldn't... It must be You just snuck up behind people and just came through the gap, and all of a sudden he's there, and he's yeah. this massive guy. And that's one of those,
3: like, untalked-about sort of partnerships. I mean, it's talked about in Manly world, I mm. suppose, but, like, where it... It's Talked about, but it's not as revered as, like, you know, it should your, your be. Kenny Sterling. Game, yeah, it was, yeah, it, To have a forward running off a back row, like, a sorry, a um, the off a back line player like mm. that is so powerful, yeah. And man, oh, just yeah, that's that's yeah. I think it's the B for sure, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, <laughs> awesome, I've met him a couple of times. Drunk, oh, have you drunk? You know, oh, since, you were since drunk or he was? I'm always <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, like, uh, at the uh, 87 grand final, no, not 87, um, the the What was the one we beat St. George? Was that like 96 or mm,
0: something like that? Yeah, I think so. We yeah. don't like No, no,
3: no. We smashed St. George in no, no, the No, no, it was 96
0: because yeah. 95 Bulldogs yeah. the yeah. 96, was Bulldogs. Yeah, and then 98 was Newcastle. 97 was Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. So at
3: that Super game, I uh, got off the plane from the Philippines mm. and uh, I was actually in the Philippines with Andrew Johns. I met him over there. All right. And we got home and I just went, i got to go this grand final because we listened to... Um, the Manly-Cronulla uh, semi, remember Cronulla were yeah. on fire, they had Peachy just tearing and he had the worst game of his life, Yeah, right. and so I got home on the day of the grand final, had about an hour to spare, bought a ticket off a scalper, went by myself, watched Manly just destroy St George, which is like, as good as it gets probably, because <laughs> I can hate St George more than anyone. Oh really? Yeah, and worst St George supporters, probably the worst supporters other really? than Melbourne supporters and... Melbourne supporters and-
1: I don't think we talked. Have we talked about what's your worst?
3: What's your worst team,
1: Kelly?
0: Um, oh, like most hated team. I ah, mean, but North Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> <Last> <laughs> really, North uh, Queensland. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I fucking all. I mean, yeah, i mean, like... I oh, know Brisbane. <laughs> Brisbane. It's not going to be Melbourne, All of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I, I got
1: to say Melbourne for mine. Yeah, I just think. But you love Billy Slater, is it because? I don't really like Billy oh, Slater. No, I just no. say that to to wind you up. But no. they're just a they're just a blight, and they always have been. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that the NRL are going to complete always going to twist the rules because it's so important for. Um, them to have a successful team down in Melbourne. And that's yeah. the only reason why anyone gets why? behind them is because they're always winning. Yeah. But as soon as they went down, those supporters are going to go back to AFL. Nah. So they have to always be a good mm. team. So the NRL Ooh. will just look the other way. They yeah. will continuously do it. And they are just... They brought it, you know, they were the one of the main teams that came in during Super League and just screwed all that up. Then they've salary cap and chicken winging and yeah. all that. They brought... They just bring... They've just... If they're it's just the worst they're team a ever. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, and, and their captain is the captain of
0: Australia. Like, it's just, it mm. makes me ill every time I. Every and it time doesn't I say really. It. I mean, having a, the Melbourne team that's really good, does it actually do much for the game? No. Nah. Like, because the They don't give a fuck. Yeah. And they never will. It alienates I mean? people
3: who have spent their lifetimes, like, loving rugby league and even yeah. hating. Like, because you love to hate teams. Mm. You know, like, I love hating para. Yeah. I love hating St George. I love hating the people who go for him, but I, I don't even love to hate Melbourne. I just hate hating him. I, I don't hate hating him. I, 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 I just feel nothing but pure anger towards Melbourne. Just, we went there. Like I heard Killer saying on one of the last ones when we went down there, and mate, everything about it was just a nightmare. Yeah. Everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. That was it, but...
1: I remember it was a bad game, too. No, I remember, it I remember watching it. I just remember watching it here going, oh, I can't believe Kill went all the way mm. down there. Oh,
0: we, we were there yeah. in, in this Melbourne box next to, <laughs> next, next to like, all the, um, the reserve grade oh,
3: yeah, players that. and stuff. And the stuff. injured players. Yeah, and the all in the, yeah, yeah like They're and right the
0: there. And, and we were just at the start of the game, we were just fucking yelling abuse at everyone, was <laughs> going so loud. Like, there were only three million supporters there. Yeah. And after, like, ten minutes... <laughs> <laughs> we was getting yeah. smashed oh. and we was so quiet. But no, we weren't, no. Oh, we were No,
3: mate. Actually, what happened was, Kilo, we started off just, you know, being vocal and, and being sort of loud, proud, manly guys yeah. in the Melbourne box, which they were freaking about already. <laughs> and as the game went on and we had less and less to cheer about and it just became more of a shocker, Kilo just sort of, his his cheering became really <laughs> simplified. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like, get in their faces, get them on side. There was none of that. It was just... More hate! More hate! Like that. And at the end of the game, they actually came over to us, all the guys in the in the booth, because um, it's not glassed off. Yeah, right. So you can actually see and talk to them. They all yeah. came over and shook their hands and went, I can't believe you're still yelling. <laughs> <laughs> it was all time. And that was actually probably the only highlight aside from, yeah, Breakfast with Wally Lewis. But, I, <laughs> um, yeah, just uh, like to, to tell you uh, this wind up that Menzies anecdote, was I went to this game by myself, we won the game, I went down on the fence and I was just hanging over the fence going, someone give me something, you know, like looking for a high five off one of the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sort of looking down the line and all of a sudden I just feel, like I didn't even see it coming, I just feel this big sort of padded, taped up hand just sort of clasped it's mine. That, I turned around and it was beaver. <laughs> And I reckon I've said to him like at least five times in the when I've been shit faced out at night, <laughs> yeah. mate, listen to this story. <laughs> I went to the grand final, <laughs> yes, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I've told him so many times. He just he sees me coming
0: now, I can see him already, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. planning I had, his escape. I had like the opposite happened to me when I went to like Cliffy's last game at Brookie and and he did like the lap of honour. And it was like he was just like high five in every single person. And for some reason, like, if everyone had their hand out like that, I thought, I have my hand up as something different. Oh. So, he'd, so he'd see and go, he's different.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he just went straight
0: completely under my hand and missed my hand completely. Oh. I was just like, look back, going,
1: oh. I just missed Well, because Cliffy's all about timing, you know, and forward no, planning. So he was like... All those hands are lined up at the bottom. Yeah, keep
3: going. Yeah, and you throw no, out his it timing, coming. mate. I'm surprised he <laughs> didn't throw uh, Menzies into that.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, well, like, like, you just wait <laughs> Menzies to
3: come through and, I and slap your head. It was through, like one of know.
0: the worst things that happened. So how's my week? Thanks how's for asking. Oh,
3: oh,
1: thanks for asking. Um, well, I had a good that's week.
3: That's one of my favorite parts of the show every time. <laughs> and I this always because
1: well, my... I always sit there and wait and they both look at me like fucking stunned mullets. <laughs> i would
3: always had it in my head to come in here and say, "Hey, how was your week?" I oh, know oh, those <laughs> other fucking
1: idiots never ask. <laughs> um, I went to Manly HQ which mm. was um, not what you not what I expected. You know, whenever you see this you expect like Sandstone building, and you know, uh, all oak, just demand, oak walls, just and all the um, all black and white photos and trophies. You expect this isn't that? This is the League's Club, hey? This is no, no, no this is it. This is their HQ. This is where all the big brass, yeah. you know, Joe Kelly and all the all the guys run the team from. And uh, it's two demountables, that's, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, that's it. Bit uh. And then I, and I went in and I sat down at the uh, the board table, you know, the board, went into the boardroom, sat down at the table where all the big decisions are made and it's just, yeah, just a standard. I expected something, you know, like carved out of an oak tree that was struck <laughs> yeah. by lightning down from Brookvale Oval yeah. and, you know, yeah. and we... And it's all been, you know, yeah. chiseled by hand I was like, eh, it's just an IKEA table that if you put too much weight down one end the whole thing tips up. Is <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, um, there was on a picture of John Waringa there? <laughs> no, there's, no. There's no pictures. There isn't here. So um, maybe that maybe it all uh maybe it all got washed away in the floods from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> maybe yeah. that's what it is. Did but, you wear but, um, your hat? No, no. I'm worried about legal oh, proceedings over that. Fuck so fuck I didn't but I um, it'd be
0: good if they if they tried to stop us. Wearing our hats. Be, you know what? Maybe. go in the papers. We'd, we'd, we could... But, like, be, I suppose you don't want to because you, don't, a leak you, you don't want them to, to hate us. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I just... Yeah, I was going to, but to be honest, when I drove up there... Because I was going in there, just for people who don't know, I was talking to Killer and Vaughan about it earlier, but I went in there and I interviewed Zorba on Friday, which we'll play later on in the show. <coughs> and um, driving up there, I wasn't nervous about interviewing Zorba, but I just suddenly got this sinking feeling... So I've been giving George DeFur a bit of a hard time, which I talked about last mm. week. And I just imagine driving up, and I know this would never happen, but just driving up and there's George and Jamie
0: Bura just going, yeah. we've been waiting for you, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> and and just... They, they just push you in between them. Mate, and and
1: I'd already and in my head planned about how I was going to talk about Cyrus was actually the guy who does all the social media. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to throw him under the bus. Go, no, 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 I just do the podcast, he does all yeah. the social media. But... Um, Anyway, so, yeah, I went there, which was uh, – had a had a chat to Zorba, which was a great, good chat, um, which we'll play later. I won't talk about it too much now. Um, what else have I been doing during the week? Um, Erin Molan from The Footy Show. She's been on her Instagram. Is that you've been doing that? No, no, no. She's been on her Instagram account, Um uh, posing at Hamilton Island. She's gone up there for a quick holiday. That's so hot. I've been on Instagram so trying to convince people to go around to her house and rob it. So that's what I've been oh, doing. God. I say, come on, guys, she's not in her house. Clearly, let's go. Oh. And people have been getting a little bit behind it, going, well, does anyone know where she lives? <laughs> and <we're> so, so. <laughs> So I was trying to, was trying to empty a house of all uh, worldly possessions, but uh, she's still there. Get so some, so um, some bulldog board, supporters, they'll do
0: it. Yeah.
2: Everybody's yeah. no, right
1: like, go outside and shoot the windows. <laughs> in, <like. laughs> um, also, we get a... Um, we get a breakdown of where our show gets downloaded from. Mm. Vaughn, on you probably do on your podcast yeah. as well, do you through yeah. SoundCloud
3: or uh, SoundCloud? Yeah, yeah, you get, a, you get a breakdown. There's a lot of. Um... Do we mention what,
1: what, what? Oh yeah, so Vaughn's got a, his own podcast, which mm. is. Vaughn, tell us about that.
3: It's called Ain't That Swell. It's uh, basically run by uh, or, or headed by a guy named Jed Smith, who's a you know he's been a pretty established surf rider for a long time. He's a mm. bit of a character. He loves rugby league. He's an absolute maniac. He's got a huge mullet. Wears sort of multi coloured track suits from the early eighties. Who does he support? He's a rooster supporter. Oh, well, let's is, not talk about him anymore. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. Well, right, let's give him move much on. More airplay, but we do talk about um, the the goings on in surfing across yeah, the right. world. We start with you know the the big world tour comps that go on, and then um, yeah, we sort of wind it up by uh, sort of like just talking about anything that's topical in surfing. Yeah. And, um,
1: I get the breakdown from SoundCloud of where everyone's listening, Um, and I'm always amazed at like we get we get some pretty we get a few people downloading this. I'm amazed at how few people from the Northern Beaches actually listen to us. It's um I'm constantly amazed. It's always like uh, out west Mm. or down south or a lot of people in Queensland. Yeah, actually, a lot of people on the uh, on the Gold Coast, the Sunshine Coast. Mm. Uh, and we've actually got someone in uh, Whistler, Canada, who yeah. downloads us every week. That so shout out to whoever you are. <laughs> um, and then recently we've got, um, we've got someone from Odessa, Texas. How good is that? Um, downloading us. So I, I, I had a look and uh, so I just want to say whoever you are, can I do a cap swap with you? uh i'll send you a screaming eagles cap if you'll send me an odessa mojo panthers (laughs) yeah because odessa texas is where friday night lights you know friday night lights yeah that's where that's That's set so um they're big into their oh do you like that
0: show love it oh yeah well the movie the movie i I downloaded the whole like um yeah Yeah, it's really good yeah really good well worth
1: well worth uh watching So yeah. Anyway,
3: maybe that's just because um, when you're a manly fan and you're away from home. I mean, it's different now with the web and stuff. But um, screaming eagles.
0: screaming eagles is a type of motorbike or something.
3: Is it? Yeah, I feel like it's
0: happened.
1: No, but they've they've interviewed. They've they've downloaded a few. Do you think they listen? Just going, well, when are they going to get some <laughs> motorbike? <laughs> they... Well, they're also... It's yeah. also the Screaming Eagles, I think, is also the... Um, it's like the parachuters in the army. Uh, like yeah. the Airborne in America are called the Screaming Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually thought about naming a podcast like Taylor Swift. Because if you go onto SoundCloud oh, yeah. and just type in Taylor Swift, yeah. like one of our episodes will come up. Yeah. If you call it Taylor Swift. So maybe we should start doing that. Miley Cyrus, Taylor Swift, We could, <laughs> Just, uh...
3: we could also call it midget porn. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, cute little cats falling out of baskets. Yeah. That'll go. That'll go berserk. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Headlines: Trent Barrett poised to take over Manly, Sea Eagles coach from Jeff Toovey. Oh yeah, this was I in Saturday's paper, so just a couple of days ago. Um he's got a lot of raps on him this Trent Barrett for someone who's never fucking coached,
2: never first won a grand grade, final,
1: never done anything. It, it 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 has it feels like super coach Brad Arthur's who has got this massive reputation for essentially doing nothing. Mm. Um mm. Becoming well last with us at the moment, (laughs) but he's still super cage Brad Arthur. Um, It seems like super assistant coach Trent Barrett. Um, My my thoughts on this. I think they're bringing him in. Like I think they're going to bring him in, and I think they're going to still let two VC out his contract. So I reckon he'll finish up this year. He'll, he'll, he'll complete this year. He might even do next year as well, which I think is the end of his contract. Bring him as an assistant. And I think Trent Barrett will be there for two years as an assistant and then he'll take over for Tubi. I think that, And if that's what they're doing, then I think that's the way to do it. And I've got no problem with that. Yeah. But if they're going to bring him in just to kick Tooby out, then, then that's an issue. But I can't... I just can't see it happening. Yeah. Like, what,
3: no one would be so stupid to do that. Yeah. I don't think if you've got any sense of ambition, you are going to be sitting around waiting for two years while a coach who is under you know under siege, like you know any game they lose while he's part of the coaching staff is going to reflect well on him. Is it really the coach though? But like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, isn't the role of the head coach these days, you know, because they've got attacking coaches, defensive coaches, Mm. they've got like specialists placed all around the coaching staff, Mm. so that your head coach. If you look at Mal Meninga as a Queensland head coach, he's not going in and giving them any advice that's useful. Mm. It's yeah. just he's just this figurehead of inspiration. Yeah. That, yeah. And, like, <clears throat> maybe the confidence of the playing group and all that that just keeps getting bandied around in the press and all that. You know, all that shit that you guys spoke about in the very first two episodes, Well, mm. you know, when Manly had lost a couple of games. Mm. And yeah. And it was just too be under pressure, instantly. Mm. And you just going... Man, this is fucking. Like, this is going to be one of the worst mistakes that ever goes down, man. Yeah. yeah. We got, like, the heart and soul of Manly there. A guy, like, bleeds for the team. Mm. And, like, just because uh, people, even the players reading that press, yeah. start to go, oh, so it's not me, it's him. Yeah. I swear, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. me like, yeah. to blame. Oh, oh so he's, um,
1: the, he's the reason I dropped the ball. Yeah. But, like, yeah. man,
3: if the back line isn't firing, and, like, look at all the, uh, like, and, you know, it's not excuses at all. Benny or kill, but so, like we are an injured team we are walking wounded I
1: think it is I, no you know what yeah. it is a, It is an excuse like yeah, that's you right. can't tell me if we yeah. had a full team you can't tell me and I'm not just saying it manly you can't tell me if Souths didn't have all the injuries yeah. that they would be going how they nah. are like <clears throat> you look at the teams who are on top of the table and they're the ones who have been doing well injury wise like Ooh. Melbourne's up there I think Cooper Cronk was out for maybe two games oh, Billy Slater's been out there for a bit but you know, uh, the Cowboys have been doing really well with injuries. I mean, that's it's almost coming down to that's what the fucking, that's almost what the comps about. It's like mm. who can get through with the least amount of injuries. Yeah, yeah
3: exactly, man. Like you watch uh, <coughs> the Cowboys say Thurston breaks his leg next week. Oh, yeah. And aside from all of us it's... dancing in the streets
0: and having a big party,
3: like they're gone. <laughs> maybe yeah, they should. They won't make, even make the. Maybe, maybe they should no. make
0: all the teams wear sumo suits. <laughs> yeah. And then there'd be, be more there'd be more like even. That's where it's heading. Eh? Yeah. But yeah, I just feel like all this just nonsense.
3: like it, any like club that is serious about winning premierships isn't looking for quick fix solutions. Mm. You know, they're not mm. like they they're like they look they've got plans in place so that they can get there and like to yeah, inherited a pretty good like sort of structure and all that sort of stuff from Des Hasler or whatever. But, man, he got
0: us the Grand final. I just didn't. He also that,
1: inherited a real fucked-up salary cap, too, yeah, from Des. We about that. I just didn't
0: think that Manly <laughs> could be a, t- a team that sacks their coach. Mm, no. I mean, it's always the other, other kind of team's mm. thing. It's
1: always doing. Parramatta. Yeah.
0: Like, every couple of months they sack yeah, a coach. Yeah. And it's like, like or a coach that
1: comes
3: in, sacks everyone, then sacks himself. Because yeah. <laughs> he sacks himself <laughs> off. Yeah. Well, I reckon, if we're seriously considering firing Jeff Toovey, and replacing him, then like let's get Brian Smith in, yeah, because that's how ridiculous it is. Yeah, but like, well, let's get the coach who they just get in to make your club go from absolutely shit it's, out it's,
0: to being. It's, a it's all about culture, like you know, the, the culture is what is got us grand yeah. finals and and kept us successful over the last, whatever. Yeah, but um, to for us to sack a coach, is just not. You got to get the culture going again. It's going to take another five years to get anywhere close to a grand final Mm. again. Like you can't just have this new coach come in and just sacking Jeff Toovey, the the biggest legend of Manly. What should happen to a club? There's
3: no politics for a fan. Mm. A fan has like passion and like knows like yeah we all, you know it's like you're saying you ride off George the fool and you right off whoever, but you're doing it because you love him. Yeah. You know? And yeah. like, and
1: that, you want well we want the best for him even yeah. though we make fun of his hair and you know what I mean? You still want you still want the best for yeah, a, that's it man, I yeah. just really we actually think manly deep
0: down tr- really love his hair.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. just jealous that he's got hair. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, yeah, but, yeah. All right,
0: killer. Next headline.
1: Oh, actually I don't really want to read this one, but alright. Daily Cherry Evans keeps a fucking manly door ajar. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: we don't even need to talk about this. This
1: should but be his own segment. Yeah, he's backflipping it. Well, it's he's not backflipping. Your, it's
3: none of your business. <laughs> it's none of your business.
1: <laughs> he did come out. He did. He went on the Fox footy show, or whatever the fuck it's called, and again, he just kept the door open. Didn't commit one way or the other, it kind of felt like, which is what he's been doing for the last couple of months. I, I feel that, and we've talked about this is every week. Is it this week? week? Is it, is it, hell, is I'm it, so sick of talking about it. But let me just say, I feel like the American in uh, the Monty Python's meaning of life. <laughs> let me just say, I just, I just, let, me, let me tell you something. Um, but let, let, let me just say, I do feel that he's 100% gone and he's just got the shits with Manly the way he was treated, so he's just egging us yeah. on, you know, right up to the end. Because if he was going to flip... The Titans have done nothing wrong to him. They've been good, they've offered him something, mm-hmm. well, what's wrong with that? So if he was going to flip, I reckon he would just hold him a couple of weeks to give him more time to do something about it. Why would he drag the Titans on? It makes no sense to do that for him. But it might be payback to Manly, oh, yeah, well, maybe I'll come back, you know, and just being, basically just paying him back for basically mm. is it offering, offering him, you know, bus fare and a, and, a, and a case of beer
0: for playing. Is it next week? Is it is it the, <clears throat> the, the new, the, like, yeah. yeah the deadline? Actually, oh, it's, a, yeah. it's what, what? next week. <laughs> uh, this
1: one's a good one. John Hopewati set to coach junior Sea Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, call me a Call me a mind reader. From call jail. Me a, call me someone. You know, I'm gonna let me gaze into my crystal ball and see what the future holds. I'm thinking police involved. I'm thinking irate parents. Um, you know. Yeah. Thimbles. I'm, I'm thinking John Hoppawati, from wherever he, wherever he moves from now on, has to go around to the neighbourhood and introduce himself. It's part of his court <laughs> order. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, this can only end badly.
0: <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? He's a bit of an entrepreneur. He, gets, he, he, he he's, like, he's done a lot of stuff, right? If he was a real entrepreneur, he would have opened
1: up like a donut shop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> John <laughs> off of do- his donuts and just a ring shop. <laughs> um, I don't know what's going on there. That's like a great it's headline. so weird. Um, well, there was that headline, and then it came out like a week later that he got into a punch up with the um, hotel security during state of origin. Punched someone in the head. I mean, so that's that's a great lesson for the kids, isn't it? We, oh, the only thing I can think of is like, oh, if we give his old man a job, maybe
0: Will Hoppewadi will come back. But, but how's that like Will Hopawati is just like will the complete Hoppawati back to be honest? He's the complete opposite. Yeah. So then that's, that's well, it's kind of a good way to look at like um like parenting as well. Like if you mm. if you want your, your daughter or your son yeah. to grow up right. to no, be wait, this is but, but but have have to that. be like like a really good person, yeah, you just fucking just get drunk all the time. So like, <laughs> yeah, no, but having just, like, said that, things, Hopper like. does have about thirteen kids.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Will might be the exception that makes the rule. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. all well. One of them, one of them is like so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Just take the Hopper Whitey to, to the mother of your child, and just put it on repeat. Yeah. So, this is why I've got to be like this. Yeah.
1: He'll, know not, he'll know not what to do. Yeah. He'll learn from my mistakes. No, I don't want to be a Mormon. That's though. a good head. <laughs> I just want to be a good person. Um, but I think you're right. Like The thing is, Hopper played with a lot of passion. He was good. And Will looks like he's got no passion. Mm. Like He looks like he's been going to um, Chocks. Botox doctor and getting a few injections in his face because his demeanour just doesn't change. Mm. It's all he always just looks the same. I think mm. he
3: um, he the the two years where he missed rugby league, mm. it's sh- it's shown. I thought he when he was playing for Manly, he was so he was he had a spark, you know. Yeah, there was something there that was wasn't mm. just reliable. Like that's why he's getting picked for Origin and stuff. Yep. he's like reliable and he's good and. A well, he's a utility
1: player as yeah. well, and that's the thing. It's like, well, he can go in the centres, he can go on the wing, he can go fullback. back so. I'm, I'm with you. I'm bored. Yeah,
3: like, I, I just don't think there's. I'd rather see guys like. With you know, Dugan is like just as a full tangent, but like heading in a direction where he's good for Cyrus because he does like to talk about it, just like like Cyrus does.
1: So, (laughs) um, you know, we've got a full back, his name's (laughs) Brett Stewart. If you're looking for a fullback to talk about, yeah,
3: I mean, (laughs) obviously, but like just as a young guy who like everyone's given froth to, at least Dugan looks like he's capable of something, yeah. Like, I haven't seen much of Will Hopper, as you doing. No, even a fend no. or a step or
1: anything. Well, talking about the no look pass he did during Origin, but oh, fucking, what? you know, say what? He's no Magic Johnson. I think he
0: did like. I think, you did, like, yeah. I think you did learn a lot from Brett Stewart. Yeah.
3: Anyway.
0: Yeah. We manly. should sue him manly. for
3: yeah. breach of contract. Yeah. As Sorry to bring up other players, boys. No, nah,
1: it's good that Cyrus does be that. Be and we make fun <laughs> of him, so we need someone else to make fun of. Um, <laughs> at least you do know manly players, though. That's that's <laughs> a key difference. <laughs> Alright, it's the time of the night that we just don't want to talk about.
2: The well, game. Well,
1: look, there's, there's positives, but it's very, very
2: sad. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows. Everybody knows You've been discreet But there were so many people You just had to meet Without your clothes And everybody knows Everybody knows Everybody knows, everybody knows. That's how it
1: I had a good victory song too to play. I got a killer to play. Oh, like, a really good victory oh, song. So I'm fucking annoyed that we didn't win. We, uh, that, that, um, that's
0: the only reason why I'm annoyed. But anyway, so it, it seemed uh, like. I mean, I I, just, I thought it was. I thought we looked really good. <laughs> yeah. right, well, I,
1: I watched the whole thing, yeah. so
0: I, let let me talk about yeah. it. We saw the last the first bit. twelve minutes of the
1: game. We're lucky we weren't down eighteen nil. All right. We were playing. Really poor. They were just doing whatever the fuck they wanted yeah. to do. I don't know how they didn't score more points in the first like twelve right. minutes. I remember so looking even at the, the clock.
3: Was just last. Yeah, I
1: remember strappy. looking at the. I remember looking at the clock and just going, "Wow, how how the fuck are we not?" And then mate, it just
0: just turned around. That's what happens when that when that happens when yeah. the other team doesn't score. Yeah. it starts turning around, mm. turned around, and then we just did
1: a, a classic
0: manly try out on the left.
1: Mm. We just spread the ball. Mm. Saw Brett Stewart, beautiful yeah, cutout pass over the that over the head. George Tefua. Yeah. Too big, too fucking strong. Mm. Just Bang. Just took the hit. And yeah. uh and I'll quote one of my uh one of our Twitter followers, Mo, and just say, if that was and you know, he, he tweeted this about fifteen minutes later and he said if that was Chase Blair, he'd still be trying to put the ball down. And mm. it's true. Like he just took the and he knew he was gonna. He had no doubt. Mm. He's like Oh, he's coming over. Oh, no, no, no. I'll just let him hit me. That's all right. I can take that. I'll yeah. just let him hit me and then I'll just put the ball down. Yeah. Didn't panic. Knew he was big enough, strong enough to take a hit. One on one tackle. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? One on one? No. You need to send at least another three guys if you can Bam. stop yeah. me. And just put it down, you know, easy as you like. Um, and then very quickly after that, Tommy, Tom Travojevic. Full length, mate. Oh, I was I out know. of my we, we, we seat. We, we my watched, beer was being spilt. You saw that, yeah. and I was just like, and then fucking just lost it at the end. That was good defense, mm. and 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 but, pretty um. And then from then on, it was you know it was a pretty. I thought Manly were the better side after that. I I, mm. I think um, I think you can put it down to. Look, I don't want to talk about the negatives because that's just fucking boring. Yeah. So let's talk about the positives, but just before we do, I just want to say. <laughs> let me let me just say. Uh, yeah. Fucking mate, I don't know how long I don't know how long a contract that Luke Burgess has signed for. Oh, but that fucking and I I don't think I've ever used this word before, but that fucking cunt <laughs> needs to just go back to England. vagina. Yeah. Yeah. He was responsible for the two tries, two oh, lumbering, two lumbering mm-hmm. fucking tries. Really, a big, slow, fat, sweaty forward yeah. scored. Why? Because another useless fucking forward couldn't stop him. He just fell off. Really, he's just like and just fell oh. off. You look at him. So what do I don't understand about Luke Burgess? You look at him and you go. He looks like Sonny Bill Williams. Mm. He's got the same build as Sonny Bill Williams. Mm. He should play like Sonny Bill Williams. He's got... He's just got no fucking... I don't know what... No it, ticker. He's got no ticker or no hand and eye coordination or mm. no fucking yeah, he's commitment. Like
0: he's born, he was born looking like a rugby league player, but yeah. you can't actually be a rugby player. Like. Yeah.
1: I just... he's Mate, he, he missed those two tries and they were soft tries. Mm. It, 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 Any way you look at it, they were soft tries and he is fucking responsible. The first one... He actually took out another manly player. He grabbed hold and then sort of swung around and knocked oh. the other guy off him. Oh. And then, and then the second try, he was one on one and he just—he, it's like he wasn't there. It was really was, was Willie out there? Embarrassing. <laughs> Willie Mason, oh. yeah. Willie was really? out there. I
3: thought Willie played really well. Mm. Right. He played like a young—he—he he was getting fired up. Uh, I, th- I thought, uh, from what I saw, without going into the details, just what yeah. you' doing in the game wrap, but the attitude of the last. Of the of the second half was awesome. Yeah, like there was just so much go for. They were so uh, willing to,
0: like rip it. You know, like
3: they were they were running with energy. They looked totally pumped. And that's what we noticed
0: on that that last because we we got to catch the last twelve minutes. Mm. And um, and even though we were winning, we weren't like um, defending the lead. We'd try and score. They're really trying to get in there and score. Yeah, yeah really that's try. Right. They weren't just like sort of no. going, "Okay, we going to hold on to this lead." Yeah. They fucking trying to get yeah. in there and like you know, and maybe that's what happened in the end. Like it's, but I don't know. I think. Well, I think uh, what I don't understand. Uh, just want to quickly say also, Jake Travoyevich also
3: yeah. played. For, yeah, he was thinking, such a good defender. Yeah,
1: he's, mm. he's he great. um yeah. So, but I just want to say that like um, what I didn't understand, and I don't want to get on the whole fucking hate. Kieran Foreign train wagon or anything like that, but I don't understand. I think he got tackled three times with the ball on the fifth tackle. Mm. Oh, yeah. I don't, I think he, I don't know, I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and just say he was trying too hard and he really wanted to score a try mm. just to say, look, I'm back. I, w- I, wa- I want to say it was four times, but I can definitely say it was three times he was mm. tackled with the
0: ball on the fifth tackle. But why I just not- saw him doing the little grubbers as well that weren't e- effective at all. Yeah, like he but- does those every now and then, they're, they're kind of shit. But though.
1: why, yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't understand
1: why that happened. Like maybe he saw something that was there, but I just don't think he, I think it's not good. You just got to get it in there and hopefully tackle them and then you mm. get another set of six. I, I, I don't think there was any excuse. And I think there was, I think he got tackled. I think that happened on Manly's last yeah. it happened on Manly's last possession, didn't it, down there and they yeah, got it. And Yeah. And um
3: you, you need it you, you can't I mean, we we mm-hmm. we said at the time we were sitting there, we were yeah. like, Oh, that's pretty good, you know, like mm-hmm. the one they're one metre from the line, they might have early on a ten. Yeah. But, but yeah, they just
0: I, I was just, I just didn't I just didn't want to see him do another grubber. I just I just feel like they're fucking wasted. You know, mm-hmm. that's a waste of the world. Do you know what yeah.
3: I felt? Like, this is like probably what happens when teams start losing. Is like I felt like they felt like they were going to win the game, and then when they knew that they only had a minute left, they got scared and they were like, "Yeah, because oh. like the, the ground they made the oh, Cowboys yeah, in that last yeah. set was just yeah. ridiculous. Like yeah. any
0: from from moving
3: up in yeah. the fence and actually hammering. You it must get
0: the, your, your bones
3: must get nervous. Yeah, and stuff, man. And, that, like, and, and I reckon in that last minute they're going, "Oh no, they've got a chance," and that's mm-hmm. all the Cowboys mm-hmm. needed because yeah. the, the, Thurston's big step that he did when he was sort of halfway at the field. Yeah, yeah. Was like childish. Yeah. It was so unconvincing. Yeah, you you, you might as
0: well have been saying, "I'm going to do a big step right now. I'm going to do <laughs> yeah. it right in front yeah, of you." It was like, it was yeah. one of
3: those steps you do when you're in the supermarket and you see your mate down the other end <laughs> and you throw a toilet roll at him? He does that big like spotty Jimmy, and you're just like, "Hey, fucking, that's that's not even that's not even good acting." Yeah, and yeah. I just like, yeah, I just reckon that's that's the the reason they lost the game is because they 've been losing games, mm. otherwise they if they, if they oh, won, look like, yeah. you know I just feel like that 's what it was. It was just that one little mm.
1: I mean, it's out. two games it's two games in a row now that we've mm. we, sh- we should have won, and you just I hate doing that I hate looking back and going oh, what if, what if, but I think it just goes to show that we're we're bottom of the ladder, officially bottom of the ladder yeah. again and If we'd won that game against Penrith, which we should have, and if we'd won that game, we're in the top eight. We're only two, you know, those two games are in the top eight. And Mm. I just think it shows, A, how strong the competition is, and B, that Manly's just, fuck, just unlucky. But then last year we had games where we won it in the last few seconds. You know what I mean? And I think that's the difference. I think there's just one or two errors, which means win or lose. They rubbed the ball. Yeah, Jamie Lyon, I thought. Mm. Played outstanding defensively. It was awesome. His kicking was good. Almost got that forty twenty. So ah, he, he, was, was he was playing five eight. He it. was playing five eight. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think he I can. I, I think he can. I think
0: he can do it next season. I because then, then, it gonna, get, then it gets Hiku back into center. Gets Hiku
1: back into center. Then it makes room for Travojevic on the wing. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. You know, I like yeah, Hiku. Good. I like Hiku as center
3: more than I like him as a winger. Mm. To be honest, like Travoyevich, you got to have him there.
0: Like, yeah. It, if yeah.
3: they can just like yeah get those last play options a little <clears> bit <throat> yeah. smarter and a little yeah. less panicked or like whatever like you say whatever his motivation <laughs> yeah. was just getting But still like
0: yeah that that team that was played last night is still like disjointed. Oh like, well, it's just, know, like, it know, just know, changes Jane all Hines the time. In, like, five eight and they're mm. fucking, yeah. yeah and they're gonna, he DC's you know, he is out, he's in. in. Yeah, Mateo's out yeah, yeah. again. And, yeah, right. You does,
1: know. Yeah. And, and I just think they need to take... And, you know, this is because he hasn't played with the team. They just need to take advantage of um, Tom Travoy, is, um the height razzle. a bit. They got one in. They just need to put bombs in where he literally goes up, catches it and falls down and puts mm. the, There's no point in putting one up on, like, the 10-metre line. <laughs> Because he goes up, he'll get the ball, but the problem is the second he comes down, he just gets tackled. Mm. So there's no point. They need to put it in goal and
0: let him let mm. him get in there. And it's great. We've finally got a winger who can get up and get those. And he's got types. that kind of magic about him too, doesn't yeah. he? You just, like, one little step and... Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: so, all right, so let's get into... Uh, let's have a listen to the Zorba interview, guys. Um... He was nice enough to grant us an interview. Uh, as I was saying before, I went down there on Friday and we ended up chatting for about an hour and a half, two hours. Um, so what I've decided to do is we're going to split the interview um, rather than run it for an hour and a half or having to cut out a lot of stuff. So what we'll do is we'll we'll just play the first half um, and then we'll play the second half uh, next week, on next week's show. Um, the way the interview kind of runs is we talk about his early life in the first part and then the second part, which we'll play next week, is more about uh, sort of, sort of, I guess, manly from the 90s until today. So uh, without further ado, uh, this is the Zorba Interviews. Did you, oh, I was, I was going to ask you though. This isn't anything to do. But did you watch the Origin? On, uh, yeah, I did. What did you think of it? One
4: of the most boring games I've seen, and I called the first one, and I've been to every one, including yeah. we called the one in um, in um, at Veteran Stadium in um, Long Beach in California in um, 1987, and even it was more exciting <laughs> than that last night.
1: I started sort of halfway. Even when we were winning, it's not like I was like, "Oh, we're losing." they taking like,
4: all the passion out of the game. I, the I jumped on my phone. graceful
1: I jumped on my phone because I was just getting bored and started yeah. looking at Twitter, and yeah. you know what I mean. It was uh, just. Um,
4: uh. I spoke to an international player who's yeah. played Origin, yeah, and he said he was watching a skating movie and <laughs> found himself watching more of the skating movie than the Origin. Yeah, that's pretty ordinary, isn't it? So that's
1: that's one of the things I was. I was I was thinking at the beginning of the year, and we've spoken about it a few times on the on the podcast, and that is, with all these rule changes, Sanitary
4: you're taking
1: away the highlights. Yeah. Now, if you look at last year, or the last couple of years, it's just like, if last year's grand final was played this year, Sam Burgess would have been off in the first... 15 seconds
4: and so And then gone.
1: where's the big hero headlines mm. where's mm. where's because that's what everyone remembers he got hit mm. and he played on and that's like a real hero moment mm. and it's just kind of like it's all going and then mm. we are left with this thing where yeah, there's no point, h- hero moments anymore mm. which mm. I think game one really mm. showed us mm. but anyway um, enough, about, enough about that we didn't have any players in there so who really cares <laughs> right well that's actually that's another thing I just wanted to quickly ask is when Origin comes around, yeah. do clubs kind of hope that their players don't get picked because, because of injury and stuff like that? No, so well, like, it's, publicly it's like, oh, it's great so-and-so was picked. Well, look picked, at the last test it, match.
4: We've lost Kieran. Yeah. He comes back tomorrow night. Yeah. You know, and he's been out since that Anzac test.
2: Yeah. And,
4: and then there's guys like the Greg Bird half who's When we out. wouldn't let him go, go back on, they put him back on in the second half. He worked, like, He's such a... A courageous player, but mm. he said, No, I don't want to sit out the second half. But he just went on and did more damage to his hamstring, yeah, which we wouldn't have allowed, yeah. So the duty of care is not there when your players go either. But you still have to pay for their rehab, you have to pay them while they sit, like Kieran's been out <sighs> six weeks, yeah, you still got to pay him his wage, yeah. Um, so it all comes back on the club mm. and no downside to the Kiwis,
1: mm. yeah. That's that's sort of why there was that. Please explain sort of mm. thing in the media that came yeah. out which, mm. which seemed fair enough yeah um,
4: no, pretty ordinary and it's the same thing applies in Origin mm. um, you lose a player in Origin for six or eight weeks then it's going to cost you money probably competition points because one of your star players is out for, for a lengthy period um,
1: and considering there's so much money in it You'd think that there would be something set well, up it's, to compensate it's got to teams. has gotta
4: be something coming back to the club in yeah. terms of, hey, you're without a five eight for two months. Mm-hmm. We'll give you salary cap relief to find another five eight.
1: So that you don't even get so you when you have to, so that's still gotta if you've so got to bring someone salary up cap. from the next
4: from some yeah. reserve grade, you've still yeah. gotta
1: get it under Yeah. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous.
4: It's just Yeah. Stupidity. All
1: right, so anyway, okay. let's so Peter Peters. Um, basically, I just want to know a bit of a background about you. I know nothing. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming you didn't grow up on the Northern Beaches? No, I grew no. up in Wollongong
4: with Bobby Fulton. I'm a journalist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah.
1: And, and I then was you... one
4: of two full-time journalists that actually played in the grand final. Ken Irvine was the other.
1: And you uh, started playing football originally for Parramatta?
4: I in the in the in, NRL yeah. yeah yeah but I played in Wollongong, okay and then Goldman and then I went to Parramatta one year and then joined Manly
1: and so that was your first sort of first time you moved down here first sort of association with the Manly Seagulls was then which 1969
4: would have been yeah. yeah okay I bought a house in Bill I got paid fifteen thousand for playing yep and I bought a house in Bill Gola um, for nineteen and a half thousand. Have you still got it? dollars? No, ex wife's <laughs> still got it. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's a good area. She got a good time. With <laughs> she that got a good place. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, why did you? I guess why did you start playing for Manly? Was it purely a money thing, or it was interesting?
4: Ken Arthurson's best mate was a man called Jack Tear, the late Jack Tear, who was the editor of the Sun newspaper then, which was. Um, along with the Daily Mirror, Sydney's Afternoon Newspapers. Mm-hmm. And um, he was my editor, and um, he was an absolutely tragic Manly fan. Right. And um, he was Ken Afson's mate, and he said to me, what grade journalist are you? And I said, D-grade. And he said, how would you like to become an A-grade? And I said, I'd love it. And he said, well, you have to switch from Parrot to Manly. And, Is uh, that right? Yeah, and uh, Ken Afson was in his office, took me for a ride around uh, the Gola Benz, Fell in love with the area and signed that afternoon at the Manly Skiff Club.
1: Right, so it was a more of an opportunity thing rather than a money thing. Looking at a well, sort of a it, well, it was term. always the club
4: I wanted to come to. Okay, because in nineteen sixty-five, Bob Fulton had just signed a contract with Manly as a sixteen-year-old. Yep. And uh, we played together right through schoolboy days in Wollongong, and he was my best mate. We came to the sixty-five grand final, um, and it was a record crowd, seventy-eight thousand. Um, and we sat on the top of the of the hill stand, mm-hmm. and on the roof, along with other oh, really? hundreds <laughs> of other people. Yeah. And um, when when uh, the dragons were doing their lap of honour. Uh, Bob turned to me and said, we'll do that lap of honour one day. Oh, wow. And in 1973, when we achieved that, and he yeah. scored two tries, yeah. um, he pointed to the top of that same stand and wow. uh, said, I told you we'd do this. <laughs> but I suppose when you're one of the greatest players ever and pro- and yeah. without a doubt Manly's greatest player, you can make promises like that and keep them.
1: And do you still, when you look back at that, do you still sort of get a bit... Do you still get goosebumps when you oh, think absolutely. back to those absolutely. I mean, days? rugby
4: league... It, it it's been my whole life. Mm. I mean I've I'm 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 a qualified journalist. I I left school and joined the Illawarra Daily Mercury as a cadet journalist. Um and um I remember going to um to see Bob Fulton when he got chosen for country at, at a very young age, mm. country seconds. Um I'll never forget he had jumped at number nineteen and he said, Zorba, I'm going to Sydney to play. He said I knew he was a boilermaker at Port Kembla Steelworks. He said, I need to, um, I need to in- improve my vocabulary, he said, can you teach me a word a day? And I, I mean, he's a self-made man and look at him yeah, today. Yeah. And he's still it's my great than mate. than one am um, paper boy. So, <laughs> exactly.
1: He, he seems to be doing everything. Yeah. yeah.
4: And, and, but isn't it wonderful, from my point of view, to have a mate at 10 years of age, Mm. Who's still my best, one of my best mates. When mm. I'm approaching seventy this year, mm. um, rugby league can do that for you. You
1: mm. know. So I guess going back, sorry, I like to do this. I keep going back because I have questions. Yep. So, what initially drew you? I guess two things your two passions at that point, obviously, yep. were football journalism. and journalism. So, yep. what drew you to both of those? What what drew you to the what drew you to football? Was it just something that?
4: Well, at yeah, school, was
1: it, did it come through from your parents, or was it just a school thing? Well, at thing school,
4: um, I was I was a little Greek boy at school. Yeah. Um, growing up, and
1: first generation. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Growing up, you know, in 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 a in a sports mad city in Wollongong, um, being a member of the surf club, um, at school in the first eleven cricket team, and captain of the of the football team, and I played CHS, um, rugby league was an outlet Mm. for me to express myself. Um, I remember when I was elected school captain of Kira Boys High, which was the same school that Graham Langlands went to, um, that once a week I would put all of the WOG boys at the top of the pile line and put the Aussie boys at the back (laughs) just to give them a little bit of sense of pride and to know that they weren't... Uh, Just because I was okay at footy and cricket, it gave me a different level to those kids Mm. and I didn't want them to feel, you know, I mean, being a little Greek boy at school just taught me how to fight and stand up for myself. Mm. And I don't have any regrets for that.
1: So I guess, I guess that's, yeah, it's nowadays being Greek or Italian or other, it it doesn't matter anything. But it mattered in the 60s, it mattered a lot. It did. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. It mattered a lot. Um, and it mattered to the point where it obviously got quite physical then, if you're saying that you're...
4: Yeah, well, you had you to know. stand up for yourself. Yeah. But it was all over after, like, whatever the outcome, there was no repercussions. Okay. Um, it didn't, um, you know, when I, and my dad was really old school godfather, mm. owned the fish and chip, chip shop in <laughs> Main Street of Wollongong. Right. And, um, my mates and I used to go back there after footy and then have a feed and, and just enjoy life. You know, it was a good way yeah. to grow up. But yeah. there was, um, I was always sort of um, more or less because I could play sport, and because my best subject at school was was English, and I loved I love being a, um, a pseudo commentator. Right. I would uh, I would call cricket matches when I was playing and footy matches when I was oh, playing. Really? Okay, um, and that carried on to even when. Um, when Manly beat Parramatta seventy to seven, I uh, beat Penrith seventy to seven, which is a record score um, at Penrith Park. And one of my old Parramatta teammates was the international Ronnie Lynch. And um, uh, when I was running for a try, I started broadcasting it. Yeah. And uh, he said, "That'll do me, So If if we're that bad, that you can broadcast and still score a try," <laughs> <laughs> he said. I oh, well, just walked off. <laughs>
1: That's fantastic. So, was it? Um... So did your parents push you into, was it just like, uh, in, no, like Mum never English or anything like no. that? Did they push you into that sort of academia
4: or no. was it
1: just your Mum was horrified
4: belief? at my footy mates that I would bring home from school. Yeah. And, and you know, in a Greek family, her fridge is sacrosanct. Nobody goes to the fridge right, except her right. or, or the family. Yeah, yeah, but my yeah. mates would just go there <laughs> and grab her rissoles and she used to cook like mad for us. Yeah. And uh, it, was a, it was a cultural change for her to have my mates come into our home like that. And mm. um, I remember um, we won an under-15 comp and I had my first beer after it. And in the middle of the night, um, I, um, I, I had to go to the loo, but I didn't go to the loo, I was going to the cupboard. And she was horrified, but she never told my dad. And uh, and she would protect me, but after every game, no matter from what age group, I would have to go to a public telephone and ring her and tell her that I was okay because she knew this game was was fairly violent, and yeah, but right. she didn't want her boy playing yeah, it, and,
1: and she didn't want to come and watch. No, she didn't want to come no, and watch. And she
4: no. she was always protective of me, but didn't realise what I would do mm. in my normal life. Mm. Like my first day as a cadet journalist, I had to um, I had to go to a. Uh, Coromel Caravan Park, which was in those days, in, in, in the early sixties, was 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 open to permanent campus. Right. and, and um, there were a lot of people that lived there a long time and there was a there was an eighty nine year old woman that was being evicted. So my first job as a cadet journalist was to go with my photographer
1: right.
4: to the Coromal Caravan Park.
1: And how, how old were you at this at oh, this I was point? 17. Oh,
4: wow. Okay. Okay, so I'm confronted by an angry caravan park manager <laughs> yeah. and this poor little old lady and I've got a little Dutch photographer um, who's, who's taking photos yeah. and, and the manager grabbed the camera off him and was about to stomp on it, so I mm. grabbed it back off him. Mm. And, and I said, mate, you can't do that, you know. And um, he's only doing his job. He said, get out of here, and he's screaming, going on. Anyway, he then started throwing punches at me. So I picked him up and I put him on top of a tent, which collapsed. (laughs) And then I turned around and I saw the Win 4 television cameras filming it all. Oh, wow. So by the time Just by chance. Just by chance. They were there for the same story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So by the time I got back to the office, my editor of two days has called me in (laughs) and said, I didn't think you would get up to something you've been charged with assault. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, he's going to go to the police and charge you with assault. I said, I didn't punch him, I didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told him what had happened and <laughs> thankfully the little photographer got up on his high horse and, and said, no, no, Zorba didn't do anything wrong. Mm. This is what happened. And said so the newspaper then took the other view and slammed the caravan park owner. But yeah. then I go home and my mum always watched win four in Wollongong. Right. So... And I walk in just in time to switch it over to Channel 9 in Sydney because I, I knew it was going to be on. Yeah, and yeah, she switched yeah. it back and just in time for tempers became frayed at a Coromal Caravan Park today <laughs> when an 87-year-old was evicted and had an altercation with a cadet journalist from the Illawarra Mercury. And she looked at me and she said, Peter, I'm going to tell your father. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first day as a journalist.
1: Oh, wow. So you mentioned that... Um just then, you said the the cadet, uh, not the cadet but the the uh, photographer who was yep. with you, uh, referred to you as Zorba. Yeah, was that your nickname from from school even days. way back then?
4: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: And my mother was... used to
4: dress me in, in fancy dress in kindergarten. I would go in a in what's called a Greek fustanella, which is a dress. With I White know. stockings and with the pompons on with the, the, shoes? Pom-pons on the okay. shoes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I
1: Which was the army wear, right? That's their, yeah, they, the do. they kind of, do, yeah,
4: yeah. But Mum thought that was terrific, but I just got laughed at <laughs> and I just said to her, I'm not wearing that again. <laughs> yeah. I got in the three fights today, thanks very much.
1: <laughs> right, so even back then it was Zorba. So, does everyone call you Zorba or is, yeah. it, is it a bit of a mix or no, no, everybody? Okay, yeah, if
4: I go. If I go to the shopping centre with my wife or with my grandchildren, it's Mm. um, Grandpa Zorba. Mm. Okay. Yeah.
1: I wasn't sure if it was uh, something that people called you uh, behind your back or to your face or anything like that. It's no. I mean,
4: even all my years in broadcasting was Zorba in Hollywood. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. so you went to play... So, so basically you've always had a foot in both camps in terms of football and your journalism. Yeah. Um, has it always been an equal sort of uh, footing or if you're... At,
4: at, at age
1: twenty? Because
4: they're very different, I guess. It is. And I felt I was unable to write a lot of things that were in the inner sanctum. Mm. And the players always trusted well, that, that, me. I that's
1: what's going to be my next question. It I didn't want them not hampering. to trust me. Yeah.
4: I didn't want them not to trust me. Um, it was, I mean, there were some things that happened. Uh, for instance, when Rugby League Week first came out, they didn't have enough journalists to cover games. So I would cover games um, under a non-diplome that I was playing in. Right. And um, I, I went by the name of Harry Jacobs. Okay. And And... Um, and so why
1: harry jacobs
4: oh just they gave me that name oh, just okay, they gave did. me that name yeah All right. and and I, I always had to give points out of 5 for um, player performances yeah so i was vying with a bloke called bill hamilton at the time for a spot in either the front row or second row. Right. So I'd give him two points and give myself five. <laughs> and he, he, he would blow up in the dressing room and only a couple of my close teammates knew that I was indeed Harry Jacobs. Yeah, but he yeah, would yeah. say, if I ever catch this Harry Jacobs, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. Does anybody know him?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's... Um, I guess it's just a different... It just seems so foreign now that... Um, yeah. I guess both profession professions weren't fully, not to use the same word twice, but professional. like yeah. You almost had to have two sort oh, of jobs exactly. going at I, the same leave, time. So I had... would leave
4: Bill Gola at six o'clock in the morning,
2: mm-hmm.
4: go and do the first edition at the, um, at the newspaper, um, which was put to bed at, at say, 7.30. Um, I'd then go down to Chinatown for a yum cha with my workmates. Then I'd head to Brookvale Oval to do training, right? Um, and then I'd go back to the newspaper after uh, a training session. And uh, so I would um, probably get home at six or seven at night, Mm -hmm. every night, Mm -hmm. with football and and journalism.
1: So do you find, though, that um, later on when you were playing more professionally for uh, for Parramatta and Manly... Did you find that because uh, obviously the players there knew that you had a journalist background, mm. and obviously probably still had journalist friends and all that mm. kind of stuff? Did you feel that they were a little bit wary around no, you? No, not not at all. No. Or it, 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 it what there wasn't. It any was a different era.
4: You had to build then? up your, your your confidence and and your right. contacts. Yeah, and I was I was blessed with having Ken Arthurson as as my mentor in life mm-hmm. um, once my dad died he became virtually my dad mm-hmm. the same with you know a couple of other well Bob Fulton and myself are, are um, often referred to as Ken's sons mm. and because he was such a high profile in the game um, it was more an advantage to me right. um, I got hundreds of stories through my association with Ken at mm. that upper level mm. um, and at Manly he always gave me he thought it was an advantage for me um, and for the club to have someone spreading the manly gospel out there.
1: Right. And do you think back then um, teams, and especially powerful figures in rugby league, had a bit more control over media compared to how it is today?
4: Absolutely. But they... they I mean, if I can use Ken Uffs and, John, and John Quayle as the classic examples, mm. um, they never fail to return a call to a journalist they would always treat them with great respect, right. understood what their job was about, mm. um, and there was great camaraderie. Whereas today, with the advent of social media, um, you're getting a lot of young people out of college that, that have mm. gone to uni and do a degree, and um, and that qualifies them to be a journalist without having to establish a contact and trust mm. um, there are some
1: And there's no one to answer to really, is there no, it's it's not
4: just, I mean yeah. they don't care if they burn a bridge. Mm. Um but there are some journalists there today that 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 I help bring through as as you know, I, I always tried to help somebody in their in their journey in journalism because I know how difficult it was for me and the passion that I had for it. Mm. Um and getting a leg in is the toughest part. Mm. Um I remember, there's two journalists today um, that that were my cadets that, that I mentored that have gone on to be first-rate journalists.
1: So you've got, so you've, um, I actually want to, I want to come back to social media a bit later uh-huh. when we talk about Manly today, because I think it is, it's a very, it's a interesting subject matter. It is. And, and, and the way things are. And, and
4: to of, see and it evolve, I mean, I was media manager here when it mm, evolved, and mm. I, Whilst I took a little while to embrace it,
1: mm.
4: I was more mainstream media, mm. old style if you call it. People say, what was your job? And I'd say I was a fireman because I had to put out fires <laughs> before they actually got into an inferno. Yeah. Um, but that's different than than all the social media. So I employed mm. a young girl who, who we put, I put through courses and she's become probably one of the leaders in social media now works for tennis Australia right. um, but but it was a different part of journalism that mm. we had to embrace here what's
1: well, interesting that you say um, it was all about putting out fires um, because it seems like this year there's obviously been a lot of fires yes yeah. um, and it doesn't yeah I don't know from me it doesn't seem like there was that many put out as quickly as maybe it should have but Unlike yourself, I'm not a journalist, and mm. if we jump around, I get very lost, and I'm not yeah. very good at this, so, right. so if, we can, if we can stick to a timeline, yeah. and that way I don't get confused, because yeah. like I said, I'm, I'm actually a builder, I'm not a journalist. So. Um, so, so you played for Manly, won a premiership, it's massive, obviously massive box I was, to tick.
4: I, look, I, I was hit in the arse so, by a rainbow when I came to Manly. Right. It was the time was right. Yeah. They'd been in the grand final in 68 mm. um, when I was at Parramatta and we made the semis there. Um, I was fortunate enough to be the rookie of the year and because of my name, um, I'll never forget um, uh, Peter Peters, the man with a name like an echo, was in the um, was in the mirror, the opposition paper. Yeah. Um, to one that I worked and and being a journalist and playing at the time was was quite quite unique and strange mm-hmm. um, you may have heard of a bloke called Noel Ned Kelly who was the toughest forward in the Australian Rugby League in the late 60s, no. and he was heavyweight boxing champion of Queensland. Okay, was a butcher at Collaroy, right. but travelled to Western Suburbs where he was captain. Yeah. He was nearing the end of his career, and I came out of a... I got lost going to Lidcombe Oval the first time. It was the second game I played for for Parramatta, and um, I'd been working as a journalist at the Sydney Sun for about um, two months leading into the season, and and um, and I had my bylines there, so. They were introducing me as a Parramatta first-grade player, and um, I got cautioned for a head-high tackle. Uh, uh, I came out. There must a,
1: have been a serious head-high tackle back then. It was if serious, it actually got cautioned, did, right? Not is. like today. No, not
4: like today. Where if
1: you bounce off the ball and you graze the ear, the like. referee.
4: <laughs> you're right. The referee was Keith Holman, the former international right. halfback, and he said, uh, "Parramatta number ten, stand there." And um, while I was waiting for him to get uh, an all-clear for the guy that I'd bocked Mm. Um, Noel Kelly came over and he said, Black fella, I said, Yeah. He said, I've got a story for you. And I thought, what a terrific bloke. In the <laughs> middle of a battle, he's got a story. I said, What's it about? Yeah, yeah. He said, It's about your funeral arrangements. <laughs> and I have got immediate rusty underpants. Because no, he's the toughest bloke in the league. Me in my second game, kid mm. from the bush, and uh, all my teammates said, Don't turn your back. Whatever you do, there's 15 minutes to go. Don't turn your back. Yeah. So I'm and, – and we had an international pack, Dick Thornett, Ronnie Lynch, Bob O'Reilly. We had a pretty good pack yeah. at Parramatta in those days. And, um, and they've warned me and I'm thinking, oh, this is not going to be good. So with about a minute to go, I'm walking to a scrum and I felt this tap on my shoulder and I got halfway around and I remember what they said but it was too late – they tell me it only travelled about six inches when I woke up in the dressing room.
1: Wow. Just
4: cold as could be. Wow. And welcome to rugby league 1969, yeah. yeah.
1: Now, did that... Do you think something like he that... He just got cautioned. So, yeah, and so th- here's my question. Does something like that make you think twice about um, performing a head high tackle more so than going on report and missing a game or something like
4: that. You no, know? no, no, not no. not in the era I played. Right. I mean, you've got to remember that...
1: that so that was era, just all part of it, That basically.
4: was part of it, yeah. yeah. And, and what happened on the field, stayed on the field. Yeah. You know, you got a chance to get square, you got a chance to... You know, it was a man's game. And I, yeah. I, I, I don't, I'm not saying it's not a man's game today. No. But that was part of what made it what it was.
2: Mm.
4: And if you didn't... If you, if you weren't able to play in those perimeters, yeah. then you had no place playing rugby league in first grade in a forward pack. Right. You didn't have to be a thug, yeah. but you had to be able to stand up for yourself.
1: Yeah. Which I guess, and this is one of the things that I sort of, uh, I was talking about on the podcast uh, last week, is I don't understand why we're going away from... That type of football um, for a sort of a, a more yeah. of a speedier finesse I guess type of uh, type of game yeah because why can't it be just what it is instead of trying to be like basketball or AFL or you know because there is a market out there for mixed martial arts and and, and and boxing and there is a there is a market out there for a really rough Game. So why are we going away? Why? Because obviously it got... It was popular back then.
2: Hmm.
1: So why, why do we feel like... You, why do you think we're going away from the game that you played?
4: I think it's too sanitised. And in saying that...
1: But, but why, are we, why have we gone well, away from Well Because from the
4: administrators are uh, controlled by minority groups that, that kick up a fuss when, when someone gets injured and someone... Look, I'm... I'm I think there are I, I I draw a line at kicking, I draw a line yeah. at you know sort of elbowing I draw mm. a line but but a good old fashioned stand up punch on mm. between two big front row forwards, nobody ever gets hurt really no because yeah. it, it, it's just the way of the game, yeah. and to stamp that all out to stamp out you know the the, the absolute vigor in a game. To the point where we watched an Origin game the other night, and there was no ten metres, mm. so the game was strangled. Yeah, and we didn't see a spectacle with mm. all those brilliant players mm. in the game on the field. It's like having a Porsche in the garage with no petrol. You're not yeah. going to use it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I, I mean, I, I yeah. I think everyone agrees, and it's weird that we're not that we're, we're, still, going, we're still going away from it, even though everyone probably looked at that. I was listening to the grill team on the way in here mm. this morning, and even they were just like, yeah, not one, of the, not one of the better ones. And I, and I understand you can't... The only fight I've ever seen... Why is I've Origin gone,
4: great? Yeah. Why well, is Origin great? Passion. Passion. Mm. And when Arthur Beetson put one on Michael Cronin's chin yeah in the first game, mm. I'll never forget broadcasting it, Mm. I said, "This is war with football boots on, you yeah. beauty." Yeah, and and that's what it was, mm. and that's what it was up until the last year or two, mm. and even from last year, we've we've gone more. Mm. You know, it it's. There seemed to be
1: more passion in the city country game this year than there was in the <laughs> state. Um, I mean, I yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I don't think there's a lot of things that need to be stamped out, and we don't want people to get hurt. And no. I think that hit that um, Paul, you know, when Paul Gallen punch Nate Miles a couple of years ago. I thought that was out Yeah, I, I, yeah. they just he just walked up and hit him. Yeah, like it, yeah. It, I thought that was he should have been sent. I'm a huge New South Wales fan, but yeah. that uh, that was just That's stupid. a ten weeker and yeah. it
4: would have been a ten weeker yeah. under the old regime. But now they've gone
1: too yeah. far. With oh. it. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so so you so you've won a you going back. So you won a premiership. And then you're coming to the end of your career. Yeah. Did you. I I pulled the pin early. That's what I was going to say. Was that your decision? decision. I've had enough hits. um... No,
4: I I had offers from Manly to stay. Yeah. I had offers from Cronulla and Balmain to go Mm -hmm. um, because they wanted a goal kicking forward. Um, and I just. Did you used to kick
1: goals
2: as well. I yeah, goals. yeah, I kick goals.
4: Yeah, held oh, the wow, record okay. at Parramatta for a while. Oh wow! And, but but when Graham Eady came to the club, there was no need for me to. Yeah. yeah. But everybody kicked goals in those days at training. You know, what we would have what
1: kind of percentage? It what percentage kick away?
4: Oh, I was an old lay it down style, right? Yeah. Right. Um, toe poker, as they call it. <laughs> yeah. oh, Seventy-five. Wow. Yeah. Um, Better than Trent Hodgkinson this year. Well, <laughs>
1: isn't it? <laughs> yeah,
4: but but I mean, there's no need with Graham Medi. Wombat was a great kicker. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, from the day he arrived, and and actually, our fullback at the time was our first ever player at Manly to play 200 first grade games, Bob Batty, who's passed away. God bless him. Um, he just he just said, "This kid's too good. I'm mm. hanging my boots up." Right. And and did
1: retired. You could see, so that was like the new generation. That was so the, new the new way generation. the football was going. Yeah. This was the new generation yeah. coming yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. Wow. and we. would
4: We'd, uh, you know, Arco would go on out and bought Malcolm Reilly from England and John mm. O'Neill from from South Sydney and and they were tough men. I mean, you talk about guys being yeah. tough today, but yeah. those two, um, I can't believe Lurch is gone. But you know, in in. In the, they say the toughest grand final in history, the 73 grand final, which, which I played in, you couldn't get the ball off him because he just wanted, he would yell at them and mm. tell them that he was taking the next ball up and if they were good enough to stop him.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah,
4: yeah. And there were three mass cautions in that game. You could hear the bones break. It was a, I wasn't proud of what I did that day, but I wasn't going to miss out in the grand final. Players were going off, getting needled. Malcolm really, for instance, got knee in the hip. Mm. in the opening two minutes of the game when he kicked downfield he went off and was needled by our doctor in those days, the late uh, Bob Heim, who was a gynaecologist by the way, but he was our doctor (laughs) and a great man a A grade golfer, scratchman. <laughs> how does
1: that? How does that? Um, uh, how does that come together? That's
4: the way the game was. Right. You know, he had to have a doctor that was passionate enough yeah. to give his time. Right. And God bless him, he was the most wonderful man. <laughs> Brought all of our kids into the world at Manly Hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> but you know, I remember getting my teeth <laughs> oh, knocked back in a game at um, at Leichhardt, and I had a broken jaw, and I knew it was broken. And he took me to a dentist at Narrabeen who X-rayed my teeth and said, "Oh, by the way, his jaw's broken." So into Rockcastle Hospital I went. Wow. And, um, and in those days, they would just sew you up with a little bit of cotton um, to your tongue so you couldn't swallow your tongue and, um, and, and live on soups for six months. I went from a second row to a half back in six weeks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and how many, yeah, how many injuries, like how many broken bones do you think you suffered during your first oh, grade? sort of?
4: say so my nose broken about 10 to 12 times. Collarbone, elbow dislocated. Um, um, broken jaw twice, um,
1: and was back in those days. Was all your medical expenses and everything like that covered by by the club? It well, was covered yeah. by the club, and if mm. you couldn't, if you're like a garbage man or something, which I know a lot of players were back mm. those days, would you they and like, you couldn't work? Would they cover for yeah, wages would, and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. Okay, so that mm. seems that seems yeah like a, a yeah we
4: were just on the cusp of. I mean, Bob Fulton at $50,000, which is a lot of money in those that's, days, that's, he was yeah. the highest paid player in the league.
1: So um, so you decided you'd had enough, and then obviously you then went into full-time journalism. Well,
4: I was full-time journalism, but I went into television and radio yep. a bit more, yep. and, um, and, and then uh, broadcasting games with Greg Hartley uh, for um, 18 years or something, mm. and um, that was a lot of fun. And then I. Um,
1: and was it nice to be able to? You'd sort of been constrained a little bit about what you could write because you're playing with yeah. people and everything. Yeah. Was it nice to finally have the freedom to say you're almost? I guess in those situations because it was kind of like um, it was a talk show. Yeah, so it allowed it, me it was a talk to talk shit. You kind of it, you're encouraged. Yeah, to, it
4: allowed yeah. me to branch out a bit. Like yeah. playing rugby league and writing, um, I couldn't really do. The journalistic work that I wanted to do, so I was able to then do Olympic Games. I've called 19 world title boxing fights. Um, I've um, I've covered Ashes Test cricket in England and in the West Indies. Right. I um I uh, I got very close to the West Indies side during the um uh, during the um, the Packer. ACB cricket board war. Um, So, journalism has taken me around the world. Which side side were
1: you taking at that point?
4: I was definitely working on the um, nobody in the cricket world wanted to cover the Rebels, so I did did World Series cricket. So, when I got, I remember um, in the first day night game in Melbourne when Kerry Packer himself stood on the door and mm. allowed some journalists in that had written what he thought was fair <laughs> comment and the others he told to piss off. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. Uh, and that was a great era. I loved it and mm. got very close to um, to the West Indies boys and then went on a tour of the West Indies. And um, and to this day, I mean, people hadn't heard much of Viv Richards and Van Bernholder and and Michael Holding and those great cricketers mm. until they actually... Became household names in Australia on that tour when they yeah. were they were all so young, but um, they were naive too. So it was a lot of fun watching them evolve.
1: Mm. So it must. It sounds like yeah, it sound, It's almost like the it sounds like sort of the golden era of sport during that sort of period. Absolutely. Late seventies
4: yeah. through the eighties, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, and and so- it was it was so much easier to form a relationship with the swimmers, the athletes, Mm. the football players, the cricketers, there wasn't this massive social media coverage of everything they did. Mm. I mean, part of my job was ghosting Dennis Lilly, writing his column for him, the late Tony Gregg, um, Bruce Devlin on the golf phone. to be able to walk inside the ropes at a golf tournament at the Australian and the Australian Open and being able to talk to Bruce Devlin and and to gather stuff for his column. And... um, that sort of stuff was. You can't
1: buy those kind of can't. experiences. You can can't. You? No, yeah. it
4: was. You're right. It was a golden era, mm. an era that I loved being part of, and absolutely no regrets about one day. And then to be able to come back to Manly when all that was over, um, in you know in a different role, mm. in a role of marketing, and then media, and then football manager, and ultimately on the board. And, so
1: that's my next question was. Sounds like you were living the dream. Mm-hmm. Well, why did you then? Um, why did you walk away from that and then come back to Manly as? What, what did you? What was your? What was your first sort of? You didn't come. Did you come back as media manager straight off? I came
4: back it? in marketing.
1: Okay, in yeah. marketing. So why did you leave journalism to come back to the club to do that?
4: I was working at at Radio Two GB, and we were the top rating league program, yep. and I got pirated with. And I took 14 of the staff with me to 2KY at Parramatta.
1: Okay. So was that, that when you are doing, is it Zorba and... Uh, Hollywood. And Hollywood, yeah. Yep. yeah.
4: And we both went to 2KY, which was fundamentally a mistake because they lost. Uh, they then were the racing station, which right. we knew that. But then Sunday Racing came in, mm. so they had to call Sunday Racing, which meant we couldn't call the football on the Sunday. Oh, right. And that happened after we'd moved there, and I was doing breakfast radio and calling football. Yeah, and then uh, years later we went back to 2GB um, but it it wasn't as successful and we called there as well as work at Manly uh, for a few years and right up until um, probably 1998 um, and then I was full-time at Manly as okay. football manager and, and yeah. that was then... Um, I wanted to be closer to home and, right. and phase myself out of that part of my life and, um, and, and be part of Rebuilding Manly along with Des Hasler um, when we went through that great era from, from when we were a basket case from the Northern Eagles to, um, <sighs> to what the juggernaut we became.
3: I, um, I've got to shoot you guys. No worries. Thanks no worries. so much for having
1: me. Thanks, Thanks for coming. For off, yeah. Oh, killer, that was going to be a nice outro to Vaughn and you just ruined it with a, I've got to take a piss. That.
0: I don't (laughs) that Alright
1: Vaughn's Vaughn's got to head out Before uh, we do Before his girlfriend Kills him Yeah Yeah. before we do Would you rather Well we did a Would you rather Stay here and keep going Or would you rather Go home (laughs) And get laid And he decided To go home and get laid It's been
3: an absolute Pleasure boys Love talking rugby league Love talking manly Keep up the good work And I'll look forward To Cyrus and his Hijinks When he gets back (laughs) He's (laughs) in hijinks
0: Who? Who? You Cyrus. Cyrus?
1: Oh, yeah, he strength. used to be on this podcast, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's good it. Anyway, thanks, buddy. So thanks yeah, for mate. coming in. Thank you. Next one. Next one you <laughs> See
0: you later. All right, next week's game. We're up against... I'm glad Broncos. it's Friday. And it's a delayed one. Oh, is it the second game, is it? Yeah. All right, well, I might. Which is weird because the other one is... <coughs> is um, I think it's Tigers versus North Queensland. Oh, right. So, well, last year it would have been Manly first, but... Yeah. Well, um, I'm glad it's Friday though,
1: so we don't have to yeah. wait around. I don't, if it was Monday night, it would have killed me. Like, I'm glad we're just straight yeah. back into it. Like, I'm sure they would have preferred to have a bit more time off, but hopefully that loss will, hopefully they'll, it'll sear into their brain. Hopefully, yeah, I've
0: got a I got a rave to go to on Saturday night anyway, so <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you bought your dummy and your glow sticks, and you're yeah. ready if I can go. <laughs>
1: Um, oh, look, I'd, you know, what can you say? Oh, yeah. Hopefully, no, hopefully, I... Daly, Cherry Evans will be back, although I doubt he will be. They've they've talked maybe Brisbane. They're hoping Brisbane will be back for. Um, I yeah. don't think there was any... Was there any um, injuries during the Cowboys game? I don't think so. I'm not sure either. I, 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 I bet I can... I hate saying this because then by the time it comes out, you've proven wrong, but I, I thought Kieran Foran... Might have gotten hammered a couple of times. Oh, I don't know if if Cherry Evans is back. I don't know I, I remember go. seeing
0: Mata getting hurt quite a lot last
1: night. Yeah. Well, he went off at one point. I think. The, oh yeah, concussion. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then was and then came back on. So, um, I, I'm yeah. feeling kind of confident about this one. Mm. I reckon I, I can. It's, it's. I don't know the Brisbane team at all. No, I'll well, be honest with you. I just don't. They're, know anything they're leading about the comp. Them. Yeah. But I, I just feel like we've just. After that last night, I think I feel like we've had enough. Mm. That's it. Mm. Like we were so close, and and they got they got a bit, quite a bit of spirit back last night, I reckon. Yeah. And um, I think they can think kind of keep a similar team to last night. They could say like you know, they feel pretty confident, I reckon. Yeah. Because I think they would have came out of last night's game feeling confident. Yeah. Even though they lost, they would have been disappointed, but yep. they would have been confident with. Um, they're playing, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: Far, apart from the first, like, like I said, the first sort of 10 minutes or so was pretty poor, yeah, yeah.
0: But, um, but I think that's kind of like could come down to being nervous because they were gonna play good, yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. that they, they, they were pumped and uh, but did a bit nervous at the start, yeah, mm. um. Yeah, well hopefully, hopefully we win. I'm not going to put a prediction. <laughs> <Hopefully we>
1: win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put a prediction out there. I don't like I said I don't really know Brisbane <laughs> it, at all. That's your prediction. Hopefully, hopefully we, we win. <laughs> win. <laughs> oh, no. I think we will win. I think we've got the team to win. Obviously, it all once again comes down to injuries and what kind of team we can
0: field. All right, I'm going to say a score. Okay. 22-16. 22-16. 16 16- to Manly. Yeah. 16-10. 16-10 to Manly. Yeah. Winning. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's about it. All right. Thanks. Uh, I've got to thank Vaughn for coming in and filling Cyrus's tiny little hole, tiny dancer <laughs> shoes. <laughs> uh, killer. Thanks for having us at your house tonight. No worries. Or your basement. Or I should do your... it
0: more often because I can get more drunker. <laughs> Fantastic. I've got to drive further, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> all right, everyone.
1: Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. How